Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Thursday, October 5, National Do Something Nice Day. Um, I'm going to try to do something nice today. I feel like I try to do nice things most days. Your beard looks nice. It's very full. I'd say that. Thank you. You're seeing it at a good angle because the front, I, I, I don't know how it is for you, but for me, I, I get pretty decent hair on above the lip. I get a little bit of good hair sort of below the lip, and then I get a lot on the chin area. But then it's sort of, as you can see here, it gets real thin. Once yep. you get to the side, it almost looks like a chin strap, an unintentional chin strap. It, exact same problems I've had that have plagued me, but it's at the point where if you just catch it from dead on, it looks completely full. You've got so much growth on the chin that I think it's it's good enough to pass. Yeah, and that's what I'm going for. I do like, there's no compliment that's really working for me as well these days, uh, more than just like good beard. Like I like your beard. Now, where are we at with most? Like just an acknowledgement that there is a beard. Oh, I'm not, I will be, I'll be on the sidelines. You're not doing year. it. Sorry to, to all the, the, uh, the donators. You know, I won't be, I won't be very much help this year, but depending on the state of my facial hair next year, I might make a run. See, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about just getting rid of the beard for the first time in like years and, uh, and go in mustache mode. We'll see. It's a month away. I need to think about it. But we're just doing the two of us because the Blue Jays game just ended, and I wanted to catch some of the fresh depression. But as somebody who watches the Blue Jays more than anybody else I know, possibly in the world, you said you've been ready for this, so it's not as bad as you thought it would otherwise be. No, it wasn't. Like I, I think last year when I watched this team, I was really devastated by the outcome of the the two games. Like, especially given the circumstances where you're up and then you kind of give up this big comeback and then the bow Springer thing. And I was quite sad. And then the year before that, when we didn't make the playoffs, I was even sadder. But this year, I mean, uh, this was kind of an, a result that I was expecting since I I, I want to say like mid to end of July or even earlier, like we had these systemic issues, namely our offense just can't hit when it needs to hit. Uh, we have no sort of dog or clutch gene. Like this team will lay down and get beat two to nothing every game. It has no sort of fight. And then our manager is just one of the, he's the, he's it's like the offense and, and just the team in general is pulling against the manager. So we've had these problems that have been plaguing us for months. Uh, and this year, Right. Or I guess when the series came along, I, I really had really low expectations because I know the Blue Jays will suck you in. And they did towards the end of the season, beating up on bad pitching. But I, I know Pablo Lopez uh, and Sonny Gray are good pitchers. And I know the Blue Jays didn't hit it, don't hit well against good pitchers. I know when they get down in, in games that are significant, they don't come back. And I know that their manager uh, is one that folds under pressure. So when this happened, I was almost rooting for the team to lose just because I wanted and it, when I say I wanted them to lose like I I watched this team day in and day out of course I wanted them to win but I, just out of spite I almost wanted them to lose so the team and the front office would would sort of the message would get sent that that like this isn't good enough 
Uh, and the, the way you constructed this, this team, uh, even though I'm sure the offense, I think most people expected it to be better than it was, the way you constructed this team around defense and starting pitching and a strong bullpen just isn't good enough to win in the future and that serious changes need to be made. Now, whether that's um, trading for somebody or letting some people walk or I don't know how they're going to have to figure that out, but I think it's hard to say at the conclusion of this game that there's any sort of uh, qualms or uncertainty about uh, where this team is at and what this team needs to do. So that in that sense, it was a silver lining and I was not surprised. Yeah, well, I would say... There's a couple interesting things that you said there. I mean, a lot of it, I can't tell if it's worse that the way they lose is the ways that you see the entire season, the things that you know that they're bad at. I can't tell if it's worse to lose that way than to lose in a random way. Like, it would be one thing if they could turn it up at the playoffs and it's like, okay, we can we can flip a switch. We're capable of doing that. And play, things that have held us back, we can focus on those because... We're professionals, and that's what we're paid to do. We're paid to fix our mistakes and get better and be more well-rounded. The way that they lose is just the things that they cannot do. I don't know if that's... I I think it's just way worse for the future. It'd be one thing if they showed any signs. Uh, you could say the series this year, but even in the series last year, they, these things, that these mental lapses that, that plagued them, it's like a systemic thing, like you say. And I think that was perfectly summed up by the second and third two out three two pitch they said the first toronto blue jay to ever be picked off of second base in a playoff game uh was today in the bottom of the fifth inning i think he would probably be the biggest well if you're gonna do blame pie you can do your bid on schneider because i i do feel that he is gonna get a little too much criticism i didn't like the decision but no they, i'm with you they gotta score a run they got to score more than yeah, one run in two games to get the blame. So where would you divide the blame pie if you want to split it up a couple directions? It's it's tough to assign too much blame to the big guys because they did. I mean, Bo Bichette, I think, had two hits this game. Vlad had, I think, one or two. Um, Springer got on base. But, I, I mean, it's you saw it sort of in the game yesterday. It's really really hard even if you do hit the ball or like get on base and 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 get hits it's really hard to to win baseball games if you don't get extra base hits and mm -hmm. and if you hit into double plays and so i think that this team for whatever reason I, we have some guys that are really poor running the bases but we hit into a lot of double plays uh we don't hit extra base hits uh as much as we like in times when we need to and we don't hit for whatever reason in runners with runners in scoring position. I know this is that, that's an issue that improved towards the later half of the season, but I mean, it's this series was, I swear we had second and third or first and second, almost every inning. It felt like this game, mm -hmm. uh, except for maybe the last three. And it's just nothing ever materialized because the guys can't hit. And so if I were to assign blame, it's really tough to assign it to one guy. Like, yeah, you would want Vladdy and Bo to, to maybe hit home runs or hit doubles or, or just, uh, maybe hit the ball a bit harder and, and get extra base hits, but like I can't fault getting on base twice if you're Bobachet. I mean, that's what he does. And then Vladdy had some hits, but I think it's just a systemic issue. You know, it's like an issue with the, the way maybe the roster is constructed. And I don't know if it's a coaching thing, the fact that this team never seems to come back from deficits, but, uh, and I'm not in the locker room, so that's hard to say, but clearly there's an issue there. And I don't know if that's coaching or leadership. It's really, really hard to say, but. 
the point is, I don't think I can assign blame to one guy or to to give names to it. I think it's a, a systemic issue. Yeah, there's just tons of little frustrations. Like I didn't get pulling the pitcher, throwing out, throwing him out at second base. I mean, I don't really like Matt Chapman that much, but he had the two hardest luck plays of the series probably with the foul ball down the line today and the ball he hit to center field yesterday with two guys on base. So, I mean, I can't really put blame on him. Cam Biggio wasn't good, but he can't be the guy that, you know, you count on to save your season. That just is what it is. So while I'm like nitpicking some things that I don't like it more, I'm more with you where it's like, I have not seen a team where it's like, they can't, Two nothing felt like eight nothing. Like they're not going to be able to catch up when they fall behind by two runs. And that's a pretty scary spot to be in. And like you say, how do you even diagnose that? Like, what do you even want to see happen? Because to me, that's more of a general sports question where I've seen teams and the Maple Leafs are an example of this because they play in that city where if you kind of clear it out and you make it clear to a certain set of guys who haven't proven anything hey, you guys, like, this is going to go as you go. I think you put yourself at a disadvantage. And that's kind of what the Blue Jays did here. And to me, that's a mistake. Like, I, I don't know how you really go about changing that without just resetting everything again. Because, I mean, I saw the Oilers do this 10, 15 years ago when they bottomed out year after year. It wasn't so much that losing became accepted. It was that Guys were going to stay there no matter what, and they got comfortable with bad situations and bad circumstances. And it feels like some of that happened here. And it's not that the Blue Jays were terrible when they had these players, but when you get that feeling of you're safe no matter what, no matter what happens, you're going to be here. The pieces around you will change. You will not change. I just feel like it affects your performance to a certain extent. And I don't know how you go about changing that on the fly. Yeah, it's it's like an impossible question too because I don't really I'm not in that locker room. I think you can make judgments about how competitive guys are or how much they want to win or how hard they're working just based on things you see. Like I don't like Vlad dapping up Carlos Correa after uh losing 3-1 in a playoff game. Like maybe save that till after the series is done. I, I like a bit more competitive competitiveness, but I mean, I'm not in the cage with this guy. I'm not uh, in the gym with him during the off season. I'm not with him in the locker room. I'm not with any of these guys in the locker room. So it's impossible to say what that, what the dynamic there is. Uh, so again, I don't, I mean, if I knew the answer or if Ross knew the answer, Ross Atkins, I'm sure they would make the changes that are necessary. It might just be a situation where you just shuffle the cards and then run it back uh, in some way or another, because there are a lot of good things about this team. That's why we were a playoff team. Um, but there are systemic issues that aren't just one-off, one-month things. They're things that we've observed over the course of the entire season. Um, and I do think if you're talking about immediate changes, I think Matt Chapman, I think his time has probably come to an end in Toronto. Um, and I mean, I, th I think... You can't keep John Schneider after I would, that, Yeah. That's a tough question too, because he's the winningest manager in team history in the history of the franchise. But I agree. I mean, when you're talking about assigning like value to a manager, he's certainly negative. Like he's done more harm to this team, I think, over this season than uh, he has done good. So I would get I would get him out of there. But I don't think that wins you the series. I think uh, I, I really don't. I mean, I don't think that makes a, a huge meaningful difference. Yeah. So, so I don't know. It's not a super satisfactory answer. I wish I knew. I really do. I just don't understand it. Um, because I think we're also, the other thing that sucks is I know you and I, Phil, we're used to like 
at least, you know, we grew up watching the 2015, 2016, even 2013, 14 Blue Jays that, that would hit home runs. And when they got down in holes, they would come back. I mean, some of the biggest moments in my life are Blue Jays coming back from deficits. So it just sucks to see a team that is not built that way. Uh, and that doesn't have guys that rise to the occasion when they need to. So it's just, I mean, it's really, I don't, it's a, it's a tough state of the franchise. I don't really have a comparison to make it to. I don't know if there's like a hockey comparison or if the Oilers have done something like this. I don't know because I've never seen, seen this before. Well, the thing to me is I always thought playoff baseball from growing up watching it was like, and even Adam can attest to some of this from watching World Series past. He used to be a big tell me when it's the seventh inning guy and he was going to tune in. Um, but to me, playoff baseball was always like defense, getting opportunistic hits, bullpen, getting good starting pitching, but yeah. your bullpen's better and you have three or four guys you could turn the ball over to. And the Blue Jays had all those qualities. And I think this is more, again, just a general sports observation, but it's just becoming more clear to me that winning is more mental than anything else and like the the stanley cup winners and the major league baseball winners to me is more 25 guys deciding no we're not losing like we're just we're going to win and there's nothing you can do about it and football's like that to a certain extent too like those patriots teams just decided we're not going to get beat. The Buccaneers in the Super Bowl, if you watch Brady pre-speech to those guys on Mic'd Up, all he's telling them is we know what we're going to do and we're not going to lose. Like, there's just no way. I think that is more of sports than I ever thought before the last, like, two years. So when I see these Blue Jays not even win, they haven't won a playoff game in seven years, to me it just screams they have mental problems. So I don't know how you fix that, like you say. Like, I just, there's just no clear answer to that. And I don't know either. The part that's so confusing is, I mean, they have these, like, Brandon Belt's won multiple World Series, or at least one. Mm -hmm. I think multiple. I don't know. Uh, Kevin Kiermaier seems like he cares a lot. They brought in guys like Kevin Gosman and Chris Bassett over the past few seasons who were there because they think the team can win a championship. I mean, Chris Bassett said he had a short list of, like, 10 teams that he wanted to go to because he thought they had the best chances of going to, to win a world series. And he chose Toronto of that list. So I think that's what these, these older guys, they care a lot about winning. Um, but you mentioned like what postseason baseball is it's bullpen starting pitching and then opportunistic hitting. This team does not hit opportunistically. Like I, I can count on one hand, how many clutch hits there's like the Kevin Biggio hit. There's a couple Danny Jansen hits. I mean, he's probably the clutchest guy on this team. Uh, and then outside of that, I mean, it's just uh, the, the, it's hard, really hard to come by. Uh, I can't count. I can count probably a lot more times uh, how many uh, like extra inning games that the Blue Jays played where it went to the eleventh inning or the twelfth inning and we didn't score, mm -hmm. and then eventually we sort of eke out a win because our pitching is that good. But um, yeah, it's it's really just a puzzling question because on paper I think we have the pieces. And I think Ross Atkins. It's hard to blame him, even though he does by default have to get some of the blame because I think he put together, he like put all the ingredients in the pot and then he put it in the oven and it just didn't come out the way he wanted. So it's really odd. Yeah. And that's kind of what I was thinking when you said Schneider's, you know, a net negative manager, I was reminded of that Royals team that won the world series because their manager was terrible. He, they won in spite yeah. of him. Like he was brutal, Ned Yost. And they had the same 
situation we did. It was a bullpen starting pitching team with a couple good hitters that were going to grind it out and beat you like 3-2, 2-1. That was our blueprint to winning. But that's even the crazier part to me is like two years ago, if you said the Blue Jays lost a playoff series and it was because their bullpen and pitching was really, really good, but the offense just couldn't match, it would just sound foreign to you. Like, it's such a flip on what they had previously. And I guess, you know, I don't want to be doom and gloom. and I don't want to go forever. But what's the worst part to me is they lost back-to-back years to the Mariners, who I thought until this week were a bigger loser franchise than the Blue Jays, and the Twins, who I thought until this week were a bigger loser franchise than the Blue Jays. They hadn't won a playoff game in 18 straight tries, and the Blue Jays handed them two wins. To me, that's, you know... Again, not to be all doom and gloom, but I just, I have no hope. And I said to you today, you know, I didn't, usually if it's a playoff game and I cheer for a team, and this is, you know, just a me thing, I'll wear something, you know, I'll wear a shirt or a hat oh, yeah. on a game day if I'm going out because, you know, I'm, I'm happy. I want them to do well. I didn't wear anything Blue Jays. And if I saw somebody wearing something Blue Jays today, I thought that person's not following close enough because why would you ever think when you get up like I'm excited for this game today we're gonna win this game today it's just a very discouraging situation yeah I I hope to see some changes I think we will Um, but the situation is is quite dire especially considering how bad our farm system is so um, yeah hopefully hopefully something can be done that's all I can say it's national do something nice day today Adam Oh, nice. <laughs> you planning to do anything with that? I'm generally pretty nice. So <laughs> probably just uh, my words, my <laughs> kindness. I held the door open for someone uh-huh. today. That's good. Yay. Good. You know, and this is, Caleb was right when he said a few weeks ago, it's such a little thing, but when you get like somebody who holds the door for you and looks back at you and is like, you know, like, Hey, like I held this open for you. That is such a big, you know, little instant little shine. You know what I'm saying? Well, there's, yeah, there's actually this like cute thing that kind of happens, uh, like every day when I'm going to work, but like everyone goes through the same doors off the train into the building and we all use the like handicap entrance. And as every person walks by, they like swipe their hand against the scanner so that it stays open for the person behind you. So, like, there's five doors, but everyone only uses the door on the right, and everyone scans their hand. So, it's kind of cute. I kind of like it. Everyone's kind of nice to each other. When you started Uh the sentence with, we do this cute thing where we go through the handicap (laughs) doors, I was completely lost. But, you know, it ended kind of sweet, so you're right. That's a nice little thing you do. Yeah, it's wholesome. Very good. What else are you up to this week? What's on your mind? Oh, um... I don't know. Just getting ready for the <laughs> getting ready for football. I guess. Kind of scared. What are you scared about? It's a big week. Oh, Niners week. Well, we have a big game. Mm. Yeah. I see. Um, Trey Lance might give you the inside scoop, though. That's what I was reading. Yeah, I don't know how much I would actually listen to what he has to say, and I don't mean to be that guy, but. Even if we win or if we lose, I feel like it's a lose-lose either way because if we win, people are going to be like, oh, but you didn't beat them in the playoffs. And then if we lose, well, we lost. So, I mean, it's just going to feel bad either way. 
No, but maybe I'm just pessimistic. I think you're just pessimistic. Who would have? Who would say? Oh, that's worse for the Cowboys that they won this game against the 49ers if they did. Well, win all it. the haters would say classic Cowboys. You beat them in the regular season, but you're just gonna lose to them in the playoffs again. It's gonna be like, ah, uh, you're probably right. I love Adam arguing with the imaginary person right now. He's just trying to get ahead <laughs> of a, of an argument that could be coming his way in four or five days. I respect the preparation. I think, honestly, there's not a worse person to get playbook information from than Trey Lance. I mean, there's no way he even retained any of it by the how quick they got rid of him. So maybe just scrap that, actually. And he probably had his own set of plays. Like, he wasn't using the same playbook Purdy was using. So You think so? I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, they, they probably had a Trey Lance package. Mm. And it's just like read option and like that kind of stuff. <laughs> like stick and quick slants, like plays that everybody knows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't give them anything too complicated. What's on your football mind this week, Owen? What- made a big trade in fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Or I traded Chase and Moss for Kelsey. So mixed reactions, but, but yeah. I heard a lot of people said it was, there's a lot of overreactors. That's what I learned. While we're here, can we please just uh, get it over with and move the Seahawks to good, finally? Well, actually, Adam, I have a bone to pick with you. Um, A week ago, I said the Giants were poverty. Then you come around texting me on Monday night, the Giants are poverty. I go, yeah, I said that a week ago. And then you don't even like acknowledge that, and you go right to, okay, but I was right about the Seahawks. The Seahawks are good. So we can both be right here. I just wanted a, a level playing field. I mean, I don't remember you saying that, but I'm sure you oh, did. So yeah, okay, I, I mean, okay. yeah, I'll give you credit. I don't, I don't like. I'm, I don't remember, but I believe you. So yeah, you were right. Thank Their you. Poverty. Thank you. But the Seahawks are good. I don't disagree with that. If this Devin Witherspoon, been... I know I said this in the chat, but if this Devin Witherspoon is as good as he was on Monday night, even half that good. I mean, they are going to be a pretty tough out. That's going to form quite a defense. And I honestly, not to change it from the Seahawks, but I feel like Danny Dimes is getting a raw deal. Like Brian Dayball going up to him. Yeah. Low-key bozo of the week, Brian Dayball going up to him and yeah. throwing the iPad down. Let's go. Like, yes. Here's, like, he's got 0.5 seconds to throw. Like, what, what do you want him to do? <laughs> and he's throwing to Hodgins and Paris Campbell. I'm not saying he's great, but he's got a terrible situation. Yeah, I, the, I, I, I just want to speak on the table thing. I hated that. I mean, the coach I think is supposed to, with a, how mental a court, the quarterback position is. I think you need your coach to be, like, on your side. Like, it's not like he's like, you know, throwing a pick or taking a sack. And he's like, you know what, that was the right throw to make. Like, he knows he screwed up. I don't think it ever helps to see a coach like yell at him or chuck the iPad. Like that was just. I mean, from a from I wasn't shocked because it was Dable. I don't think he's a serious coach, but. Yeah, to see. You know, yeah, shout out Owen. I mean, we've we kind of been on the day ball fraud since week zero, so it's only getting better week by week. Yeah. Now this could be a ball sacking, but I think it's right. The Giants started six and one last year. No, like this is a pretty prolonged period of them just being bad. Like they beat the garbage Vikings in a playoff game. Anybody could have done that. So I'm kind of out on day ball too. I think you guys might be right, but also. Saquon's been out for like all these losses, but so maybe he's just the team. Is he gonna yeah. run behind that but, line? 
Yeah. I mean, he, he, he was before. Also, we got suckered into thinking that, like, the worst offensive line of all time and a receiving core with, like, Wandale Robinson and Isaiah Hodgins uh, <laughs> with Danny Dimes at the helm uh, was a good football team. So, yeah, I'm really unhappy with how I did this preseason with my picks because, like, the fact that I even thought to myself, oh, they got Darren Waller. Like, I've never rated Darren Waller ever. Why did I all of a sudden just become a fan this summer? I need to. Well, he is like their best player right now, probably. Well, he had like one catch. We, <laughs> I don't know. The thing is, that game's 14 to three, and the Giants are driving, and I get it. Dayball's upset because he made a horrible pass, and it went 100 yards the other way, and the game was immediately over. But he's also. I mean, he's getting gun shy. He's got guys coming at him in 0.7 seconds from every direction. No wonder he's trying to make a quick read and get rid of the ball. Um, I And I guess that kind of contributes to Darren Waller. It's not his fault. Like, what's he going to do? Break off, the, <laughs> break off the tackle and get 10 yards downfield before he gets sacked? No. So I guess you're right. But Giants are poverty. And it, Owen, do you want anything on Seahawks? Because I know we've, we've sort of said they're worse than the Lions and they're frisk and you know, I'm not totally sold on their promotion, but I'm willing to give it to them. They beat the Lions. Yeah, but the Lions have more statement wins. I wouldn't wins. say that. Yeah, more statement wins. And I wouldn't say that just beating a team makes them better, right? I don't think they're better. I just don't think you can sit here and say they're worse than, like, they're, like, about the same to me. I would say they're very, they're they're, they're similar. I would I would say the Lions are a better team. Um, But I, I do understand. I, I do, the only, so... I want to make a point of caution. If if we think the Giants are poverty, could this not have just been a frisky team beating up on poverty? That's what no, I think. No, because they beat the they beat they've been good all year. Their only loss was week one against the Rams, which was like kind of seen coming. Like they beat the Lions. They've looked good. So, okay. They've looked good all year. And they took care of business against a poverty team. Can't fault them for that but also i think i think we expect our frisky teams to beat our good teams every once in a while in close games right yeah i'm willing to grant them the promotion but i do agree with <laughs> Owen's too, point that but what, what have they what, why are you scared of putting them in good well let, let me just run their schedule by you though so i'll go reverse okay. reverse chronological here so they beat up on the giants poverty beat up yeah. on the panthers fully by 10 i guess so that's also another poverty team they Beat the Lions by uh, a touchdown in overtime, so that's yeah, you know, that's like a good win. Team to beat a good, mm-hmm. it is a good win. But then they lost by seventeen to the Rams, and the Rams are a, according to my calculations, a frisky team. So I don't, yeah, I mean, week this, one this division a... game against the Rams <laughs> that always beat them, like the Rams I think always you, beat them. If we were to do like a blind, like compare the stats, calling coward, and I were to just give you the, the those four results. Uh, and then say based on this assign uh you know assign this team to somebody to, to like a one of the categories i i think you probably say frisky but again <laughs> i'm with phil i'm not against moving them up i would i would move them up i'm just i'm just uh trying to to give the full do my full due diligence um, here i think if you also gave me like the offensive stats and how Geno smith has been playing and how the defense is playing i would put them in good mm-hmm. defense Okay. All right. Well, they gave up thirty, almost thirty points in three straight. Games, yeah, I mean but... they're they're not <laughs> okay. like a they're they're not like the Cowboys or the Niners, but they make plays. They're fun. That's why I said if this Devin Witherspoon can play the way he did, they are good. But I mean, that's like a game changing defensive player away. That's not and, a small thing. 
not to be a hater, but Jamal Adams looks like he's going to be out for a while, which in my opinion might just be an upgrade. Yeah. Speaking of Jamal Adams, I saw Alex retweeted a, a classic Alex banger, one of those ones that only has like 20 retweets. And it was some guy who was like, man, like it sucks to see Jamal Adams like keep getting hurt. I grew up with this guy. And Alex retweeted a response that was like, yeah. who grows up with Jamal Adams? Are you in grade seven? And and I just, it, it was just a classic Alex tweet. So I had to shout it out because, you know, he had quite a day. He was at the Champions League today. Cerveza. Uh, Zaveda looked like a banger good game. game. Looked like a banger. I caught some of it and it was unreal. So I'm pretty jealous. I'm looking forward to his vacation recap when he gets back. Looked like a banger. Adam tuned in. That's going to take three episodes. <laughs> it will. Because <laughs> he's not going to want to pick football games. I could tell you that much for free. Um, but that's the beauty of it. That's the good guy he is. Okay, so we'll move him up. That's fine. I agree with Owen. Blind resume. Agree, agree. I wish they had a game this weekend that we could put in the prove-it zone, um, but they're on bye. So yeah. we have our first wave of buys this week and everything. So they're out. The Buccaneers are out. The Chargers are out. And the Browns are out, which are four, you know. They will be somewhat missed, I would say. Some of them won't be at the Chargers. But anyway, we could talk about these games and then hit some other stuff later. Thursday Night Football. Who's excited? Huh? Little Bears Commanders action? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll go first. I love the, the Commanders. Yeah. I think Sam Howell, I think Sam Howell is a starting quarterback. <clears throat> starting NFL quarterback. I want to uh, say that, that is a true state. He, he actually is. I can confirm. <laughs> he actually is. He's been for the whole season. So I want to say he's a first of all, I want to say that. And then uh, I, uh, the bears are the worst team maybe I've ever seen. Yeah. They lost to the only other team that I thought it was, could be almost just as bad. So they're terrible. Um, and I think the commanders are pretty good. So I like the commanders. Yeah, I do too. I'm all in. Um, I think the bears are terrible, although it was a really funny, I don't know if you saw this kind of under the radar video, of the Bears coach, who they say could get fired if they lose because it will be the 14th straight loss, which at that point, it doesn't matter how much time you've had, like time to go, 14 straight losses. But he got like six straight minutes of questions about Chase Claypool, and it was just unbelievable. They had him under a complete microscope about Chase Claypool. I actually kind of felt bad for him because, of course, they've asked him to stay home and everything. They're so bad. They're such a mess. And you give them less time to prepare then they're going to be even worse. So I, I'm in on the Durs as well. Six and a half is a is a number too small. I like the Durs too, but I was like I had some like Zach Wilson type ghosts in my head trying to drive me towards picking the Bears this weekend or this Thursday for some reason, just because I feel like there's that small chance that maybe Justin Fields like runs for an 80 yard touchdown and they only lose by four or something, but. I'm uh, I'm happy to take the Durs. How much of this are you planning to watch? None. <laughs> I'll watch as much as I can. <laughs> Which is none. Probably not a lot. I just say I have a basketball game. That's why. Oh, I see. I see. You'll get the you'll get the highlights. The NFL.com highlights. Um, true or yeah. false, Adam? The Falcons should trade for Justin Fields? Question mark. Fire emoji. One hundred emoji. <laughs> 
<laughs> if I see, oh my god, if I see one more true or false on Twitter, I might, I might delete the app. <laughs> the two guys tweet true or false, <laughs> and then the most like random statements seventeen times a day, and they're the worst. And it's not even like a poll. It's not. Yeah. It's just like just. Oh, man. It's just a picture of the person they're true or falsing and like a thousand replies because people haven't caught on that it's I hope, to gain them followers. Yeah. I hope JPA football gets banned on Twitter soon. <laughs> oh, I would really hope the same, to be honest. Him and Dov, I want them both gone. I would really, my life would be a lot better without either one of those losers. Um, anyway, okay. We're taking the Durs, minus six and a half. I like that. Cowboys, 49ers, right to Adam. Game of, game of the year. Game of the week, game of the year. Well, personally, in my personal life, I will be taking the Cowboys. But as, uh, you know, I'm on this show and I feel like I have some journalistic responsibilities. Um, we have listeners who take our opinion maybe kind of seriously hopefully not but maybe they do <laughs> listening to colin coward today say it's closer than you think and then make his rankings and just he goes quarterback o-line what and he just skips the entire defense like he did d-line <laughs> and skipped the rest of the defense and then he had a box for revenge factor which i'm not sure what that means <laughs> what about coach what did he draw up in the coach box did he have a preference there oh he gave, he gave that to them he gave that to them <laughs> But he had a he had a box for revenge factor, and then he had red zone offense, red zone defense, and it's like, dude, what about like the rest of the defense? But uh, that being said, I mean the 49ers are are the best team in football right now, and Christian McCaffrey is pretty unstoppable. And if there's a team that I think can stop Christian McCaffrey, it's not the Dallas Cowboys. Um, so I mean, as much as I'll be cheering for them, I would not recommend that you put your own financial investments on the Dallas Cowboys this weekend. Yeah. That's, I think they're a better team. Yeah. I think there's a chance the Niners, I haven't looked at their schedule or nothing. They could go 17 and 0. Uh, they're that good. I'm just going to put it out there. I know Chris Brown said 15 and two, but I remember one of his losses was to the Bengals. And we know the Bengals aren't beating him with old Joe Marcus Russell back there. So I'm in, I, I'm happy to not take I mean, the Cowboys. I yeah, I will say that there is, <laughs> well, I will at least be praying that this is finally the long-awaited, at least in, for myself, I'm awaiting it, the long-awaited Brock Pretty fraud game. So if it, if it happens this weekend, I'll be very happy. No, he's good, man. Okay. But the guy just can't be bad when he like steps back to drop and he has at least two of Kittle, Ayuk, McCaffrey, and uh, Debo open every single play see i'm so sick of that take because there's so many teams that have weapons that are similar to that maybe they don't have the coaching or the scheme well i mean come on i name one name one uh i would say the bengals do i would say the cowboys well maybe not the cowboys but i would say the bengals definitely do i would say i would say that the lions have some really good weapons (laughs) no Uh, i would say say that that, uh, miami has (laughs) similar to that I'd say Miami has weapons that are very similar to that. Uh, Miami has two weapons. I would say like, I would like say. the Niners have four of two great pass catchers, the best pass catching running back in the league, and one of the best tight ends in the league. 
they've it's it's great but but uh <laughs> i think you put a lot of quarterbacks in that situation i mean we saw nick mullins just absolutely implode i mean nick so, mullins never had all four of them together but yeah so mccaffrey's just turning him into all of famer no i, I mean, agree Nick with he's like the best player in the league right now. <laughs> but he's turning brock pretty into and i also wasn't there yet but i agree with both of you i agree that he has the best weapon situation but we also saw adam's boy jimmy g look very jimmy ge with this exact same group of players yeah. so to me it, it there has to be a both way well, swing that's not I also, I mean, it is true though. But when Jimmy played, all four of them were never on the field at the same time. Oh, that's such a stupid argument. I mean, mean, it's true. The Panthers, the Panthers had uh, Christian McCaffrey and whoever else they had, DJ Moore and other pass catchers, Curtis Samuel, and they had they were like the worst team ever. So you're telling me is Ayuk a Hall of Famer? Is Debo even a Hall of Famer? No. Uh, McCaffrey's great, but I mean to say all, all four, you three out of the four isn't gonna do it. But if he has all four infinity stones and it turns you into a Hall of Famer rather than all Nick four Mullins, infinity stones with Coach Kyle. That's fine. I mean, Coach Kyle's been there the whole time. I he wasn't O-line. injured last time I checked. He's been there for years. Yeah. yeah. I mean Jimmy has a has a great record as a nine. Adam, you're 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 bending over backwards and twisting yourself into a pretzel to not give <laughs> Brock Purdy uh uh, oh, I agency, think he's. You know. I think he's you know. good. I think he's good. Right. I just <laughs> hope that one day he turns into a fraud. Yeah, I don't think it's happening, man. I think he's got it. I think he's got it factor. I I think my new man really. When you guys said Shanahan's been there for years, not to make this the Phil show here, but one of my great takes of all time was watching that Monday Night Football game, Niners at Packers, when he had uh, C.J. Beathard. And he was just grinding it out. And I was like, you know what? This Shanahan guy's got something. Does it matter that I dumped him on this show like six times? No, because I had that moment where I knew. Um, but yeah, no, I think Adam's got to give him some credit. And Owen busting out the Lions. He's when got some credit. He's got Josh Reynolds as his number two receiver in comparison to the 49ers situation. <laughs> yeah, the Lions crazy. and Cowboys was crazy. Yeah. The he's- Cowboys I rescinded, though. I, I said no. I was wondering how far he was going to go. I thought he was going to say, well, you look at the Saints and they've got Olave and they've got Michael Thomas and they've got Kamara. I thought you were going to keep going down the depth. Well, so not even that bad. I know this Taysom is... Hill. <laughs> yeah, what a beast he is. I love that they still the use him. kind of make a case. <laughs> the Saints bring in Derek Carr and they're like, all right, man, like the keys are yours, but... On third and five, we really like to keep Taysom Hill involved. And he's like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> That's just sick. But you're telling me they don't have a better chance of getting the first down on third and five with Taysom Hill versus Derek Carr. Taysom Hill should just do himself a favor and just run when he gets the ball because everybody knows he's going to do it. He doesn't need to do the <laughs> fake three-step drop and then go forward. Just take off, buddy. You can <laughs> you can hit the hole a lot quicker if you don't do the fake three-step drop. Trust me. Um Okay, but we're all on the 49ers. That's fine, right? That's I don't want to take Dallas at all. Yeah. So, good. Okay, 49ers minus 3.5, Commanders minus 6.5. Monday Night Football, you know, not the best game I've ever seen, but Packers at Raiders is fine. 2-2 two and two at 1-3. and three. If the Raiders lose this game, 
season over, you'd think. I mean, it's already over, but let's just, you know, there's just no point in showing up if you get to one and four in that division with that support staff. Uh, I don't know about Jimmy G. I don't think he practiced today. I think he's still in concussion protocol, but I mean, Aiden O'Connell, I saw people saying he didn't look bad. I thought he looked bad. So I would be more inclined to take the Packers plus one and a half here. Or sorry, minus one and a half. I think Jimmy's going to be back, but I don't think it matters. I uh, also strongly prefer the Packers. I just think the Raiders suck. And I think yeah. um, they're going to trade. Or I hope they trade Devontae Adams relatively soon because it just seems like a bad move for the rest of the league and for themselves to keep him. Like, I'm not sure where they're, what their plan is with him. Like, he's getting kind of old. You're not going to... Yeah, be a contender within the next year so I mean yeah I agree with that I know we talked about when he said like I don't have time to waste and we said we I said I didn't feel bad for him but like I would like to see him on a good team while you know I'm gonna lay on middleman dip here and lay on the middle of the fence but I think that I would like to see him on a good team he's such a still such a good receiver and a guy who deserves to play in playoff games my biggest fear for him is I saw that report where it was like Look out because the Carolina Panthers are looking for a number one receiver. If he goes there, oh my God, I would feel so bad for him. That would be the worst place I would ever want to go. So, uh, But yeah, no, I agree with you. He should get traded. Owen, what do you want here? Do you want the pack? Do you have a strong feeling the other way? No, I like the Packers. Me too. I don't make that much out of them losing that game to the Lions. I thought they played really bad, but I thought that was more of a Lions statement. We're coming in here and we, we own you these days, so... I don't make that much of it. Extra time to prepare. I'm in. Let's do it. Packers minus one and a half. Well, what jumps off the sheet to you? Because honestly, a lot. I messed up last week. I gave us that stupid Saints pick. I want to put myself in like a purgatory zone. So uh, that's how bad I feel for that pick. I'm taking that personally. So kind of a confusing card this week. But what jumps out to you, Adam? Uh, I have a couple. I think I'll go to Owens home and I'll say the New York Jets plus one and a half. Really? The Broncos. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're better than the Broncos. Yeah, that's what, that was what I was going to propose as well. Why I are mean, you shocked? Because do we really think Zach Wilson turned a corner on Sunday night? Do we really think that? No, he doesn't have even, to. Even if he didn't, I would still yeah. like them more than the Broncos. Even if he like, looked like he did all year, I would still think they're better than the Broncos. You gotta you gotta take into account the altitude. I'm not gonna take that into account. <laughs> like both teams are playing in the same stadium. I know, but the Broncos are used to it. This is also the Nate Hackett revenge game. This game was supposed to be a lot more exciting than it is. Air. Hate to see it. <laughs> okay, fine. Let's take the Jets. Uh what do well, I Well, if that's what you were gonna propose, can I propose my second one and see what you guys think? Sure, sure. Um I was thinking of young CJ Stroud also plus one and a half against the Falcons. I just oh I'm not in on Desmond Ritter. I think the Falcons suck. I think they sucky suck. Them Johnu Smith having ninety yards while Kyle Pitts has ten. Oh, oh, that's pretty low. I'm I like Houston. I'm not opposed to that. Owen, do you want anything on that? I like Houston too. I was going to take us to to uh arizona and take the arizona cardinals yeah wow. plus three and a half. i like that too that but... is ballsy i don't know if i can do that yeah. like it's, it's a it's a cool pick but it's a ballsy pick indy indianapolis versus uh tennessee 
Well, Indianapolis kind of is based around the run game, which is about the only thing Tennessee is good at stopping. Um, yeah. I don't also know. don't really have a scary pass rush or anything, which is what's kind of been messing up Tennessee so far this year. I don't know if they're strictly a run first team. I mean, they scored 23 points just on the, just throwing the football last year or last week. So I give Indy more credit, but I, I get what you're coming, where you're coming from. Makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I, I think the, the big issue with Tennessee is that um they have Tannehill who is like a statue. So yeah. but I don't think the Colts have any sort of pass pressure. Mm, I feel that Vrabel is very good in division. And I think that he relishes taking on these teams. So I, I like Tennessee. And I like Houston more than I like Arizona. My pick, I'll say it. I know you're both going to hate it. I like the Vikings at home against the Chiefs, plus five and a half. Uh, I just, I'm not that impressed by the Chiefs. I'm just not sold. I don't think they're that, their receivers are not that hard to stop. Like the Jets just took Kelsey out the game. And if people say the Jets have a good defense, I'm sorry. They hadn't had a good defense since week one. They they had not put up good defensive performances. So to me, I'm not worried about a, a mismatch there. And the Vikings are one in three. They're desperate. It's a hard place to play. They'll be able to move the ball because they always move the ball. It's just a matter of, you know, actually winning. They're getting some points. They maybe had a look ahead game last week against Carolina. I know you both hate it. You're both making faces. I just want it on the record that I like the Vikings. And I don't know why I want that on the record because I really have nothing I like to the gain. Vikings. Okay, good, good. I don't I, I don't mind the I I was making a take at your Jets I haven't had a good defensive performance since week 1. They've had a good defensive performance every week. I'm not sure where that came from. I agree. I yeah, that worst was game was against the Cowboys, but that was when Zach Wilson like turned over the ball twice and gave us short yardage on every drive. Like they've had a good maybe good every week. Maybe I manalytic that one too much. That was my bad. Sorry. I should have Gone to the numbers. Yeah, that could have been an, an advanced stats take, which in that case I won't hate too much. But I just don't want to be on the record supporting the Vikings because of things that I stand for. Mm. But um, I kind of don't mind it. Would you rather that or the Texans? I like the Texans more. Owen? I like, oh, I like both, but I do like the Texans. Okay, let's do the Texans then, because I'm happy to sit this one out, because I messed up on the Saints last week. I got to wear that. That was a brutal air. Um, I should have known better than to give us Derek Carr. That was my mistake. But we're doing really well this season. I think we're, what, 13-7? and seven? No losing weeks yet. So the pressure's on to keep the ball rolling, and I don't want to put the bad juju out there, but when Alex shows up, if he, we start losing weeks, I mean, he might have to go back to Serbia. So that's our card this week. I like that. Commanders minus six and a half. Niners minus three and a half. Packers minus one and a half. Texans plus one and a half. Jets plus one and a half. That's good. I think that'll turn out some good results for us because we have been hot. So respect. Um, I don't know. Where are we at with uh, Jimmy Butler's media day thing? Because when I woke up and I saw it, I kind of hated it. But the more I've thought about it, the more I just kind of find it funny. Yeah, I love it. Why? I, just, I think it's funny. Yeah. The picture that he's going to have on NBA on ESPN all year is going to be that stupid photo. And that's going to be an instant laugh yeah. whenever I see it. Yeah, it's trolling. It's like it's fun. 
Yeah. And I saw people being like, he made a mockery out of media day. It's like, who cares about media day, dude? You (laughs) can make a mockery of that all you want. That is all I care about. So I like it. I feel like it was a good move. Adam, you're against it. Yeah, I think I'm just more so going to be like annoyed when I see his picture. Adam, you got to have the laugh. Like man. I thought the dreads, I thought the dreads was funny or like something like that. But I thought this was just like too far. This was just too much. Like the, I can't even see half his face in the picture. The thing is, like I'm, imagine the poor dads across the world who are going to be looking at the ESPN starting lineups like what the hell? Like, why is that picture there? They're going to be so confused. It was pretty yeah, intense. Yeah, I thought it was fake. Yeah, good for him, man. At least he's... I've never seen anybody try this before. It, it, if it doesn't catch on, it's almost better because then it's like he's the one and only to do it. Adam is against this somehow, but is somehow for the Feastables on the Charlotte Hornets jersey. Yeah, I mean... Oh, I, brother. I, I think... Well, that I don't understand how you can hate that much on it. Like I understand as a as a team, you have a choice on who your sponsor is, and I mean to me, you deny a sponsor if you have like maybe it's a company that has like human rights violations or like it's a gambling company that you don't want to like support. But I don't think there's anything wrong with festivals, and I mean if they're paying <laughs> you the bag to be on your be on the kit. Then let them be on the kit, dude. <laughs> no, the big issue. No, man. Yeah, no. You can't. No. As a sports franchise, you can't do that to yourself. You're you just you Why? look so What's unserious. What's the difference between Feastables and Qatar Airways, dude? A big difference. Honestly, better. Well, yes, it is. You're, yeah. This is not the conversation I want to have. I don't want to have the conversation about what's better, Qatar Airways or Feastables, because in some sense, in most senses, in all senses, yes, you were right. But if we're talking about seriousness of franchise, I'm taking Qatar Airways all day, dude. I don't want yeah. Feastables on my jersey. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's. I think it's the new wave. The new. It'd be wave. like if a team got like a pr- like Prime. Like, it's just not really super serious. I mean, like, hey, Barcelona whoa, has hey, Prime whoa, right whoa, now. Whoa, Arsenal. That's hey, unserious, whoa, whoa. though. Isn't Arsenal Prime? That's so unserious, though. <laughs> like, I like a team like the Bucks, like Harley Davidson, you know? Yeah, yeah, a man's man. Or even better, even yeah, better, Phil, like, a, whoa, something cool would be, like, CP Rail. Oh! You know? First of all, Prime Prime is also Mr. B, or actually Heat. Yeah, it's the same idea, though. Prime and, and raw, good recovery. Yeah, you yeah. got it. Same idea. Prime and Mr. Beast is pretty much the same thing. So you can't be pro one and anti the other. Yeah, but I mean, that's not the conversation I want to have right now, man. I want to talk about feastables. <laughs> yeah, that's well, fair. I don't think they, I don't think we should push him to have that conversation. Thank you, Owen. Mr. Beast, and then he gets to pick which of his companies he throws on the oh that is even that's worse that's even worse oh my god that's terrible what's stopping them from just being a big subscribe button on their jersey well at least the blue feastables kind of matches the blue hornets jersey like i also think it looks good and if he if mr beast can just do anything he's probably going to make some type of stunt like it'll be a qr code that everyone has to scan yeah to get like some free giveaway Uh i don't think he's that stupid like no Oh, not to like stupid. not to be 
yeah a mr beast fanboy but i think he's smarter than that he wouldn't want to hurt his brand like that so why would that I think hurt he's his gonna brand? keep it simple because people are gonna be like oh why is there a qr code on the jersey this is stupid and then you know well there'll be a, he's just uh, gonna oh well i think that'd be smart if he did it because it bring more eyes and interest well, you just brought brand. it up as a hate you just brought it up as i, a hater I just think idea. it would be corny <laughs> i think it'd be corny like I think it's smart. Like I, I think it's smart that Feastables is, is uh, I think it's smart for Feastables to do it. But I think it is corny. It's like a little bit of a cornball ad. Yeah. Well, the okay. thing is, there's very few franchises in sports that would put the Feastables front and center on their jersey, <laughs> and the Charlotte Hornets are one of yeah, like the three. Yeah. It's like Arizona Coyotes, well, Charlotte Hornets, and that's about it. I'm gonna be honest. I still don't really know what Feastables are, and I don't think I'm gonna learn anytime soon. Like, I don't really understand. Yeah, I can't say I do either. I know it's food, but I don't get it. Like, is it like, I, I don't know. Feastables. Don't Feastables feast like a beast. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh they're like little bar, like uh, chocolate bars. Like, they have one called These Nuts. Like, the joke. This is show oh. Charlotte Hornets, man. <laughs> Alex said that we should rename the unserious tier just Charlotte Hornets. They're they're poverty. This is poverty things. That's it's not even unserious. This is just next level poverty. You could well, how see how much money did they get? Well, it doesn't matter at a like certain. We point. can't hate on Travis Kelsey for chasing the bag and then. Mm. Well, I want to see what the other bags out there were. We don't know. Well, I'm sure and... it was more. Well, we don't know that. We got. We need to see their numbers. <laughs> okay. You say nobody can hate on Travis Kelsey. I'm not doing this, but. That thing you sent, I, I'm not a Taylor Swift guy, but that thing you sent about she, she went to the Jets game so that when you Google Taylor Swift Jets, the climate criminal activity doesn't come up, and instead it's the pictures of her at the game, that's one of the most ingenious things I've ever seen. And that's just what, you know, that's what makes somebody that next step of greatness. When you got that type of people around you, they're telling you that. And that might be unintentional for all I know, but I'd like to believe that somebody out there was like, look, who are the Jets playing well, week four? Who works for you to see? We need to make this work so that you can get this off your timeline. Yeah, I think the podcast that we made that was calling her out as a climate criminal was getting too popular. And when you search Taylor Swift Jets on Google, it would come up. Mm-hmm. And for that reason she had to go to the jets game because otherwise you wouldn't go to two weeks in a row but um why wouldn't you because she has too many things to do but as soon as she heard that there was <laughs> what? well no as soon as she heard that <laughs> our podcast was rising then she had to go to the jets game uh, she's just getting i'm just saying she this is her it's not like she's going just for pleasure she's probably she's clocking in to get paid millions of dollars in ads and traffic to her whatever her music or whatever so she's i mean this is as much business as anything else i like that adam Adam said she can't go to -to back-to-back weeks like she's Kawhi leonard like she's just out load management she can't make it but the thing is she probably saw another opportunity because she's so sick and twisted she's like i got to get being a climate criminal out of the headlines and i can do so by being even more of a climate criminal and taking a plane to new york city that's probably what she was thinking. She's so twisted like that. And it wouldn't surprise me if she just turned up. Well, actually, she's not going to the Vikings game. There's no way. So that, that probably That's what I was going to say. Things. Let's see you at the Vikings game then. Yeah, if you care that much, you know. They do. 
it is kind of funny to me that they cut up to her like the offensive coordinators in the box. Like they cut to her like it's Matt Canada calling the plays. It's like and there's and there's Taylor Swift. They might as well just throw the headset on her at this point and give her the play sheet. I mean, they, she's just all over the action. Yeah, like I can't believe the. Pacheco scores the touchdown in the first person we see is Taylor Swift. <laughs> that was <laughs> unreal. The play, dude. That was unreal. I loved it. I'm all in. I, I kind of, I've kind of changed my tune just because of how many people hate it. That I'm now all the way in. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of stuff that's like this is the perfect time of year. Like baseball playoffs, football's on for the next 50 straight days if you count Mac, and then you got hockey basketball coming soon i love october for this reason this is the best one champions league soccer everything's coming up sports right now so i'm i'm pretty happy with how things are going and it should be a good weekend CPL this playoffs week. oh yeah the great cpl playoffs who could forget those those are gonna be sick i got ghosted twice asking phil if he wants to come to the semifinal next weekend yes. i'm gonna be honest i don't really want to come to the semifinal next weekend i'm just gonna be honest Eat. No, I'll come. I'll come. If it's on a Saturday, I'll come. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and do you want to come? Uh, I don't think I'll be in the city. Mm. No, that's okay. Let's make that clear. Monday morning, it'll be out. Monday midday, let's say. That's a good idea. Because then we get a little time to unwind, watch the game, have dinner. It works out better. So let's do that. Okay. Pencil it in. Anything else you want to say, Adam? Or is there low-key, you know what I kind of want to do? It doesn't have to be both, but just give me something this week that was a bozo or a genius. I just want to hear something. Give, bring a little nostalgia wow, to me. on the spot. Yeah, like anything in life. It doesn't have to be a specific person. I don't, I don't want to engage in this war, but I think somebody could make a case for Jeff Buckner as a, as a, as a, as a bozo this week. Somebody I would can make the case. No, I wouldn't do it. I'll make the case. case I would love for this to happen. I was trying to get added to Blue Jays chat for um, for probably like two months, right? And like, I'll be the first one to admit I don't religiously watch. I don't watch the Blue Jays, but I like being in the chat because it keeps me updated to when the games are, how they're doing. Like, I can just read the chat and I know what's going on, like with Blue Jays world. Mm -hmm. But Jeff Buckner, every time I asked him for two months if I could get added to the Blue Jays chat, he would send me a quiz: Who did we start last week? How many oh. hits does this? Oh, have? Jeff Buckner! Who, like, can you name our five starting pitch? Like, he's like, you can't be in Blue Jays chat unless you're talking and know about the Blue Jays. And then two <laughs> days ago or yesterday, uh, Blue Jays are losing in the playoffs, and Jeff Buckner starts asking someone in the chat to like fast forward his fantasy football trade or something. And I say, Jeff, like I thought this was a Blue Jays chat. And now he's just baby raging, crying and leaves the chat. <laughs> so, yeah, I will nominate this guy as a bozo. Hmm. Yeah, I got I got I got a beef here. Um, so my roommates have been watching the show uh, Attack on Titan. And oh. I've I've watched a few episodes or at least parts of an episode, and it's the worst show I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't. I, I want to say whoever made that show is a bozo because that show's terrible. It's not even worth uh, ten minutes of watch time. Well, I get. I bet you get a lot of women over to watch that with you guys, though. <laughs> I don't know. I go up to my room now, so I'm, I haven't. I haven't been down there. <laughs> ten. 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 Raw. 
on Monday morning, Monday midday, we'll be back. Week five, we'll be in the books. It's going to be a great old time. I'm looking forward to it majorly. So love it. Love it. Another one in the books. Talk to you guys then.